You're listening to Too Much on Her Plate, the podcast for smart, busy women who are tired of running on the hamster wheel and are ready to create freedom from overeating and emotional eating. I'm your host, clinical psychologist, author, and a smart, busy woman too, Dr. Melissa McCreary. How is it that there's an overeating trigger that comes up on every single coaching call in your missing piece, but that when you Google it, no one is talking about it? When you think about what triggers emotional eating or overeating for you, I'm betting that perfectionism is not the first thing that comes to mind, but maybe it should be. You might be frustrated that you stress eat or that you eat because you're bored, but when the word perfectionism comes up, Many women, they just smile and nod and say, yeah, I can relate to that, or they laugh off their perfectionism without giving a second thought to how perfectionism may actually be sabotaging your goal to take control of emotional eating or overeating. Even worse, it's quite likely triggering you to overeat. Honestly, in our culture, perfectionism, it's often worn almost as a badge of honor, and it can be mistakenly associated with having high standards or with aiming for quality, or perfectionism means that you are somebody who's focused on attaining the best results. But the truth is, perfectionism limits success, and it's a major cause of emotional eating and overeating. Perfectionism is also called all-or-nothing thinking because within perfectionism, you either succeed or you fail. There's no gray in between. Perfectionism can sabotage your efforts to change your eating, and it will actually undermine your progress, your efforts, your motivation, and the results that you get. Let's start with the fact that perfectionism causes emotional eating. Yes, it does. Perfectionistic thinking is a recipe for never feeling good enough. Why? Because the truth is nobody is perfect. Even if you attain your impossible standards for a short period of time within your perfectionistic thinking, even if you attain your impossible standards, eventually you're going to miss the mark. And when you're a perfectionist, that means quickly switching from doing great and all good days to that feeling of having failed. Perfectionists focus on the distance between where they are and what they define as perfect. Within this mindset, it is easy to see all the flaws and almost impossible to take credit for all the imperfect progress, for the good choices and the effort that you're making. Perfectionists see the distance between where they are and where they define perfect success. And it's not about the imperfect choices. Those get overlooked. If it isn't perfect, it just isn't good enough because you haven't succeeded yet. A perfectionistic mindset never feeling good enough and not seeing the progress that you are making, these things are powerful triggers for overeating. Eating for comfort, eating to avoid your thoughts, eating out of frustration or guilt or shame because you feel like you didn't do what you were supposed to, in air quotes, be doing. These types of emotional eating are all triggered by a perfectionistic mindset. Here's something else to know about perfectionism and emotional eating. If weight loss is a goal for you, it's important to know that perfectionism won't help you lose weight. I have always thought it would be fascinating if we could somehow accurately measure the extra food that we swallow on average after that moment when your perfectionistic brain decides it's no use, I've blown it. 
Perfectionism is the belief that if it isn't perfect, and that means 100% exactly up to expectations, no mistakes, no slip-ups, it's the belief that if it isn't perfect, you failed or it's no good. With eating, this tends to show up like this. You eat, quote, perfectly, end quote, all day, meaning you adhere to some strict food plan that is often too restrictive, and then you fall off track at the end of the day which is entirely predictable, but that's another story for another episode. A perfectionist sees the misstep as blowing it and the day as a failure. It's a bad day. A perfectionist blames all this on her lack of willpower and then often continues past that initial misstep, that choice that she regrets or that wasn't in line with her plan. Often she continues past that to overeat or make more poor choices in this domino cascade because it didn't work, the day is ruined, and now she's got to start all over again. Perfectionism comes with a lot of drama. Much of the time, the food that is eaten after deciding that imperfect equals failure is a lot more than the actual misstep or the choice that led you, the perfectionist, to believe that you failed. And so is the emotional baggage and the self-blame and the name-calling that you're likely to heap on yourself, which again can be a recipe for another cycle of overeating because it's all ruined and you have to start over again anyway. And here's another thing about perfectionism. Perfectionism sabotages your attempts to end emotional eating. Perfectionism and all-or-nothing thinking lead to thinking that it's all either good or bad. It's a success or a failure. And when you create only two possibilities to focus on, that large gray area, the huge gray area in the middle, is overlooked. And the problem is that that area in between, that area between where you are now and where you want to be with peace with food, that's the place where you can really make peace with food. That's the place where you end emotional eating. That area in between, that gray space, it's the place where you can learn and grow and really create change. But only if you allow for options beyond perfectionism and beyond those two choices of success and failure. Ditching perfectionism to create freedom from overeating means embracing the gray area. When you overeat, I want to challenge you to stop seeing it as a failure. Instead, examine why it happened. Ask questions. Wonder, why was I so hungry? Wonder about why did the food seem so compelling? Why did it have such a pull on me even though I wasn't hungry? Ask yourself how come today was so much harder than yesterday? There's a power question that you can ask when you step out of perfectionism, which is what did I do that was working? And where did things fall off track? Where does it get gray? What works? What doesn't work? What can I do to make changes? How can I take my power back from food? Letting go of perfectionism allows you the opportunity to grow because then you can ask questions like the ones that I just gave you that allow you to learn from experiences, that allow you to make adjustments so you can continue to move forward instead of feeling stuck on a hamster wheel with overeating where you only get so far and then you blow it and then you have to slide back all the way to the beginning and start over again. Perfectionists don't tend to learn or to grow from mistakes. Instead, they judge themselves as failures because they made a mistake. 
And let's not even go into the idea that that maybe that misstep or that thing that didn't work out, maybe it wasn't even a mistake. Maybe it was something that you didn't foresee, or maybe there were circumstances that came up that just meant your plan needed some adjusting or fine tuning. Perfectionists don't move into that gray area, and so they miss an opportunity for growth. Perfectionism is one more mindset that puts you in that dead end of self-judgment and self-blame and guilt and even shame. So when you're a perfectionist and you're struggling with overeating and emotional eating, making a choice with food that wasn't in line with your rigid expectations feels like a failure. Inside a perfectionist mindset, starting over and banishing or getting rid of that mistake can become more important than using it to move forward. And this will keep you stuck and maybe even overeating as another way of pushing down or pushing away the feelings that come from judging yourself as failing. When you get stuck in perfectionistic thinking, a mistake ruins everything. Remember the drama. It's all done. It's all over. It's as if by eating that piece of cake, you slide all the way back to start and all your earlier efforts and all the great choices that day have evaporated or count for nothing. It is almost impossible to maintain momentum when all of your efforts can be wiped out by one false move. So do you see why it is so important to keep an eye on perfectionism and that all or nothing thinking? I know it's a big deal, right? So let's talk about what to do about it. First, you want to avoid that classic perfectionist mistake. Don't get all perfectionistic about getting rid of your perfectionism. You've got to expect that this is going to be a journey of trial and error. This is going to be a journey of mistakes. And if it's all succeed or fail, you are not going to have fun with this. If you want to be a recovering perfectionist, it's best to keep it really simple to expect yourself to learn as you go. And I would suggest start with the three steps that I'm going to give you now. Number one, you want to start by just recognizing perfectionism in your life. Hopefully this episode is helping you to start to see some of the patterns that you might not have previously called perfectionism. Name it when you see it. And then instead of feeling frustrated with yourself, right? That old perfectionistic thought that, oh, I failed again. Here I am with my old perfectionistic thinking. I want you to celebrate the fact that you are aware of it. See it as a sign of growth. Celebrate the fact that you are growing more aware of something that you used to fall into mindlessly. So start recognizing perfection in your life. Name it. Call it out. Notice how it's impacting you. Be curious about the patterns. The second thing you can do is to practice breaking your progress and your successes into really small pieces. So when you have a goal, when you're practicing paying attention to your feelings, when you want to tune into your hunger levels, when you want to make a change in how you eat in the evening, break that down into teeny tiny steps and give yourself credit for each one. This is going to help you see that progress. This is going to help you break apart all or nothing thinking. You either did the thing or you failed, right? What you want to do is be able to see the progress. I often think about leaving breadcrumbs. So you want to see the progress and you also want to see that success is not usually an either or. And that when one thing goes wrong or doesn't happen, there are almost always other things that went right that you can take credit for and that actually reveal that you are making progress. 
practicing breaking down your progress and your goals and your successes into very small pieces will help retrain your brain out of perfectionistic thinking. And then the third one will sound much simpler than it is to put in place inside your perfectionist mind. But I want you to practice expecting to make mistakes and seeing them as opportunities. I know it is easy to say, it is harder to do. And I still want you to experiment with seeing a meal or an evening that didn't go well as information and data about what you might be able to do to make things work better or go more smoothly or fit you better in the future. Use curiosity to examine, to explore why things went as they did, and to figure out what you can learn from this. Don't allow all or nothing thinking to drive you into that dead end. Instead of shutting down or starting over when you make a mistake, try following a negative choice or a behavior that you didn't like with something immediate that is a positive step. And it can be a teeny tiny one. Switch your mantra from I need to start over to I'm course correcting starting now. I cannot stress this enough. If you want to take the power away from perfectionism, if you want to stop perfectionism from causing emotional eating and overeating, you're going to have to live in that gray area, noticing what does and what doesn't work well, being open to the reality that you will never be perfect enough to eliminate difficult days or days that don't go as planned, staying open and asking questions, catching yourself falling back into perfectionism. That's part of the process. Again, you're not going to get it perfect. So catch yourself when you fall back into perfectionism and be curious about that too. This is a process. Keeping perfectionism from triggering emotional eating and getting it out of your relationship with food is a process, a very imperfect process. And that's okay because it's in the imperfection. It's in those gray areas where all those opportunities for growth and change are waiting. Do not dead end yourself into self-judgment and guilt and blame. Be curious, ask the questions, and ditch the perfectionism imperfectly. I'll talk to you soon. If you're ready to lose your overeating and emotional eating habits, and you are ready to step into a relationship with food that fits you, one that doesn't rely on willpower and deprivation, then now is the time to join your missing piece. Enrollment is open, and this is the perfect time to join me. Go to toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, or just click on the link in the show notes. Your Missing Piece is the program where I show you step-by-step how to create freedom from overeating with a unique combination of psychologist-designed, personalized work-with-me, coaching, and smart strategy. You'll learn how to reclaim your power, ditch the diets, and create results that are built to last. Check it all out at toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, and I'll see you inside.